Blog Talk Radio. for another edition of Viatorian Voices, our conversations on the way. Um, as you know, if you listen to the podcast, we often focus on the people who are part of the Viatorian community and some of the work they do and learn a little bit about their backgrounds. And today, I'm very pleased to be joined by two guests um, who have been involved in, well, a number of ways. I'm going to let them tell their story as we continue, but I'd like to welcome to this podcast, Mary Finks and Susan Berjoyce. Uh, they are going to share their backgrounds and some of the things that are involved with. So, Mary, Susan, first of all, thank you for being here today. Well, thank you for inviting me. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you also. I'm excited to be doing this. Yeah, we're looking forward to the conversation. Mary, I'm, I'm going to start with you. You are among the, the first Viatorian Associates here in the U.S., we want to talk about the Viatorian Associate experience, but kind of backtrack for us. Tell us a little bit what first brought you into the Viatorian community. Well, um, when m- my husband and I moved to the Kankakee area, we moved into St. Patrick Parish, which is a Viatorian parish in Kankakee, Illinois. And um, I was very, very involved in music ministry from when we first joined the parish back in uh, 1979. So I was very involved in music, and it was a Viatorian who invited me to consider this association, Father George Oje, who was the pastor at the time. And um, through some thought and discussion with my husband, and a lot of discussion with Father George, I decided to enter into this venture. And um, because I was in the first group of associates, our pre-association time was a little bit longer than what people expect today. Um, it does seem like it was 10, 20 years, but um, I first took my first commitment, uh, made my first commitment to the Viatorians in 1999. So it's been a while that I've been a Viatorian associate. Yeah, and a lot, uh, a lot happens, and I'm sure the community has changed. We'll get into that a little bit as well. But Susan, um, talk, talk about your path a little bit and, and how you first became involved. Sure. Um, Well, actually, I was engaged to be married, and my husband and I decided to start our lives attending a brand-new church that neither of us had gone to before, and it was Immaculate Conception, uh, St. Mary's of the Immaculate Conception in Kankakee. It has now closed since then. It was a very small, maybe 60-family parish, and it also um, was the pastor was a Viatorian. Uh, at that time, it was Father Robert Vadabunkor, and in residence there were other Viatorian priests also. I also was involved in music all my life, and um, once Immaculate Conception closed, um, we then started going to St. Patrick's Church in Kankakee, and um, Father Tom Langenfeld is the wonderful Viatorian man who is the one that invited both my husband and I to consider uh, association. And um, 
I've never regretted the decision once. It has just been a wonderful journey, and I'm not as good as Mary. I don't remember the exact year that that happened, but I know it's been a long time. It's getting up there, Sue. Now, I've, I've, I've enjoyed conversations with other Viatorian associates around the country, and I've had the pleasure to work with some uh, in Arlington Heights um, at, at the high school there. But share with me, each of you, if you would, what what it means to be a Viatorian associate, or not so much the the process and the formalities, but just from a activity perspective and, and what it means in life. When we say you're an associate, what what does that mean to you? Go ahead, Sue. Uh, okay. Um, well, for me, you know, it, it was a little odd at the beginning because the association process at the time was evolving. And so, to be quite honest with you, at the very beginning, we didn't really know what it meant. We, mm-hmm. we knew mm-hmm. that we loved being with um, these religious and um, I also was like the parish secretary to make up conception. I, I had worked with a lot of Viatorians, and I loved their forward thinking. I loved um, all of the things they stood for and the spirituality that I felt uh, was growing within me mm-hmm. just to be around them. So to me, association has it continues to evolve. Um, it, it is just mm-hmm. something that has become a total part of me. Right. I and, and I share a lot a lot of what Susan says. However, I've never been never been employed by by a Viatorian. I have always, you know, since we lived in Kankakee, have attended church at a Viatorian parish. But I'm I'm a nurse by trade, and so uh, their whole um, you know their whole charism or or what's important to them is education of the young um uh service to the holy altar which certainly when you're a musician it's service to the holy holy altar and it's also their regard for those that are regarded of little importance and as a hospice nurse sometimes taking care of a, a dying patient is is to me it, it always spoke to me when I was at the bedside that I I do this not because I because I'm a nurse but because I'm called to do this. I I think I've always thought of my um, nursing profession as part of my viatorianism, if that makes any sense. It does. It does, and it's uh, very impactful to to hear both of you talk about um, the experiences to date. And uh, you know, it's funny. I have a list of questions and topics I wanted to cover, and, and Susan, I think you've already used the word evolve. You talked about the uh, being an associate, how that process has evolved, but I was curious about the Viatorian community in general, uh, and you, since you both have some experience here, um, it, it has always been a very important and, and uh, active community, but have either of you seen uh, evolution as, as the world around us changes and how the Viatorians are adapting to continue serving the, the communities in need at this point? Oh, ab- absolutely. Um, just, um, you know, we have two Viatorians, a brother and a priest, who are uh, running and brought together the um, Viatorian house for 
young men that are working on becoming legal in in our country from from all over the world, and I think um, of our 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 brethren that are in Las Vegas and started that Crystal Ray School. Um, so I, to me, what they do day in and day out just speaks of their dedication to uh, to the church and to faith. You know, um, it's it's very rewarding. We're we're talking with Mary Finks and Susan Berjoyce today. Uh, they're joining us from Central Illinois. As you hear, they've been involved in parish life quite a bit and many other activities as Viatorian Associates. And uh, you both mentioned music ministry as as a means of being involved. Um, talk to me first. Let's before we talk about um, some aspects of that. Talk about the music impacting liturgical celebrations in general. Uh, I'm sure it's important to you, and what are your thoughts on the role music plays in, in the uh, Sunday Mass? Well, I truly believe that the music uh, is another spiritual way of being present, and I also am a firm believer that um, it enhances worship. Um, mm-hmm. But with that mm-hmm. brings responsibility. Um, it, it needs to be done in a, you know, you need to practice. You need to look at the readings. You need to see mm-hmm. is it a special Sunday or a special weekend. And then, you know, research the songs or research the responsorial psalms that fit, that go along with all of it. And I, I just truly guarantee that when people are have that type of liturgical sense um, and you're at mass attending, it just becomes a whole, a, a bigger experience for you mm-hmm. where it's not just the readings and just, not just the homily, but it's the music also enhances everything. Yeah, it's the whole experience. It's the whole experience of, of the Eucharist really to me, but with that being said, the music is very, very important, but it should never be uh, the show. I, it should never, mm-hmm. it, it's prayer. It's prayer. It yeah. should always be prayer. And, you know, I was fortunate enough to go to Catholic grade school and high school my whole life. And um, I remember my uh, the chorus director in high school saying, music is praying twice. And I have always, always felt that it is really praying twice because you're you're reviewing what you're sa- what you're singing, and and you're mm-hmm. adding your voice to it. You know, you're giving a voice to mm-hmm. it. So uh, I think it's really important that you know it's it, that music for liturgy is is a huge responsibility, and it has to fit the occasion, whatever that occasion is. Yeah. You know, I had a great conversation with uh, with a couple of young uh, men recently on this podcast, um, young brothers, um, one still in college. The and, brothers from Las uh, Vegas. One, the brothers from yeah, Las so Vegas. <laughs> yeah, and, and one of them was involved in music ministry. Have, 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 has that been your experience? Is, is music a great way for young people to be active in the church? Oh, I it can be. Think so. mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, absolutely. Yeah, and especially nowadays, um, and maybe they had this back in my day, I don't remember, but, you know, there's Christian rock bands. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's just a whole new way to approach young people. 
It's become so much more popular, though, Christian music. You know, Catholic music, Christian music, doesn't matter. It's, if it's based on, on the word, it's, uh, it's a wonderful way to pull young people in because it, it speaks to them when it's the sound that they like to hear, the type of music that they hear. Um, you yeah. know, it, to me, there's so many different sounds to music in the Catholic Church. You know, sometimes it's classic old traditional hymns and sometimes it's mm-hmm. it's more today music you know lit- music from t- uh authors and writers of today's times so you know there's all kinds of music um to listen to and that pull you into prayer um so yeah yeah i think it's excellent yeah. for young people yeah and, and before i let you go i've got about a minute left here we i want to circle back to the associate program um give each of you just a, a quick moment here to maybe share a thought with someone else who might be considering uh, that path or is looking for involvement in the church and the associate mm-hmm. role might be a place for them. What would you suggest to someone? It's, it's certainly a call. It, it, considering the process of becoming an associate is really a call to deeper faith and deeper reflection. Um, and, uh, if if you are familiar with the Viatorians and you care for how they are with people, how they work with people, how they live their lives, then it's certainly something to consider. Yes, absolutely. I I would also say that um, if if you are being you know even considering any of it, you know there that's the little nudge right away, and just listen to your mm-hmm. heart and. The associate mm-hmm. program right now has wonderful discerning um, activities that you can do to really help you through the process. And as Mary said, I too believe it is a calling, just like anything else in your life. Mm-hmm. 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 Truly, well, truly. It's been yeah. very informative talking to both of you today, Mary. Thanks, uh, Susan Joyce. Thank you for being a part of the podcast today and uh, taking time to share some of your thoughts. And I want to thank everyone for being a part of it. And, uh, of course, the Viatorian community is so important to everyone, and, and that includes the Bourbonnet-Kankakee region. The region is home to uh, Viatorian's first permanent American ministry, maternity BBM parish, as well as Viatorian-led parishes, uh, St. George, St. Mary, and St. Patrick. And uh, the Viatorians have also worked in various roles with Bishop McNamara uh, Catholic Schools, these ministries are part of the Diocese of Joliet, and uh, Victorians are honored to be a part of that uh, community for over 150 years. Learn more, stviator.org, S-T-V-I-A-T-O-R.org. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks to our guests, and uh, look forward to a future conversation on Viatorian Voices.